Welcome back to episode three of season two of the Gentleman Podcast. I'm your host, Ray, where I'm a realist and someone you can relate to. On this episode, we talking about love languages. Since Valentine's Day, it's right around the corner. You know, still in January, though, but it's still right around the corner. I think it's like three weeks away. I thought about, you know, let me talk about the, the five love languages since I started reading the book like, a week, a week or two ago. So when I got to reading, I was like, hmm, I got some right there. So let me let me show y'all, if you're watching this on YouTube, what the languages is, but I'm going to also say it. So the five love languages is, if you didn't know already, words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time, and acts of service. Well, like I said, I just started reading the book. Well, listening to the audio book on Audible. So if you got Audible, go check that out. No, that ain't an ad, but that's where I listen to the audio book on. So when I got to looking at it, my crazy self got to thinking. I was listening. I was like, man, hmm. How often do we actually... Ask people, one, what their love language is. Two, how many of us actually think about the love language? If you read the book, if you haven't read the book, did you even believe people had their own language for love, the way they wanted to be loved, right? So I got to thinking, like, since Valentine's Day is coming up, let me see. Um, also, for instance, and this could be your way of figuring out if you don't know your love language. If your love language is physical touch, you may at one point thought of having sex to feel love, right? If your love language is quality time, people may have called you clingy at one point. Let's say your love language is gifts. Then you may have been referred to as a gold digger. I don't know, man, male or female, you may have been referred to as a gold digger or money hungry or a bum. For, for guys, it's probably what females call us. You're like, hey, man, you bought me something, man. This bum dude. Anyways, moving on. If you've ever been called insecure, then your love language probably is going to be words of affirmation. More than likely. This is, this is just, you know, my, the, my way of thinking. This isn't necessarily set in stone. I haven't got all the way through the audio book, so I don't know if they even talk about this in there. And the best one I could come up with for acts of service is you'll probably feel like you need them to show you that they love you by doing things for you, or just little things in general, right? But that's where my mind went when I first started listening to the audiobook. So then I'm like, yo, how many of us guys actually know our own love language for one, but also take the time to learn your woman's love language? Or what she like, right? So I'm like, Valentine's Day coming up. This this really got me thinking. And it got me thinking how many people do things 
on Valentine's Day sitting around what their woman love language is or what they man, if you're a woman, and you do for your man on, val- on Valentine's Day. Because, I mean, most people buy gifts and not everybody is into gifts. It might be a nice thing if it's a it's an expensive gift, if they've always wanted it, but that isn't necessarily their love language. And if gifts ain't their love language, if you about, I don't know, 26 and up, you probably like, man, I'm getting tired of getting gifts on Valentine's Day. Somebody, you know, come come in my life and switch it up. You know, take me somewhere or, you know, spend time going a helicopter ride. That's something new. A helicopter ride, that could be like spending quality time or that could be, you know, seen as an act of service because some of them kind of, you know, the lines kind of blur. And we can, I mean, if you want to, you know, dang, all this red on. I'm talking about Valentine's Day. I just didn't even realize it, but got the Crenshaw on. Shout out King Nip. Rest in peace, King Nip. But moving on, you can really say forget Valentine's Day. Just in general, when you're thinking about doing something special for somebody that you say you love, hopefully you love, even if you don't love them, knowing their love language in order to do the right thing that's specific to them, cater a whole day around that love language. You know what I mean? Because oftentimes when we do do something and we're not thinking about love language, we get to thinking once we do it for them, we don't get the the reaction that we want. We don't get that, oh my gosh, thank you. I appreciate that. We often get to thinking like, man, this person don't really appreciate me. They don't really appreciate what I just did for them. Or she don't appreciate what I just did for her. Or he don't appreciate what I, I did for him. I feel like, I feel unappreciated. I feel unloved. You know, because sometimes when we do things for somebody and we want them to really like what we did because we, in our mind, went out our way to do it. And, you know, in that person's mind, they could be used to it or it's not their love language. So we feel like, man, I'm, I'm not appreciated. I'm not feeling that. And then, you know, you get into that effort stage, you'd be like, man, I ain't even feeling this no more. This ain't going to last too much longer. I don't see how we even going to be together. You get to talking to your friends like, yeah, this ain't it. This ain't hitting. Until somebody then comes along and speaks your love language and then you leave that person because you like, man, the grass is glaring on the other side. I feel like, I, I just feel like they understand me. They get me. My opinion, I think that just has to do with love language. When you feel like somebody is more suited for you, they probably talking in your love language. Besides, you know, the chemistry aspect, the whatever you look for, the the if you are sapiosexual, you might like their intellect. And that could often sometimes be right. It doesn't have, relationships don't have that longevity. You know, that Valentine's Day is good, but after that, it kind of go downhill if y'all just got together. Because like all the surface level things of that person was amazing, but it wouldn't get to that love being extended over a period of time. Eventually, once you lose all the butterflies and all that, we just got together. That puppy love phase it gets to the point where it's just, oh, it's it's falling apart. And because y'all not talking to each other love language, you think you loving that person, but more than likely, 
you're loving them in your love language, which is not their love language. So that it's like y'all speaking different languages. It's like speaking Spanish and the other person talking English, and you're like, okay, you know, no English. So it's just a little something to to think about when you're trying to go out your way for somebody. You know, if you've been with somebody for for I don't know a year or two or three, and you never really thought about that concept. But this Valentine's Day or next week, whenever after you listen to this, try that. Try just figuring out what their love language is and doing something around that. So if it's quality time, do some nice stuff sitting around spending time together. If it's physical touch, do something around uh, physical touch. Maybe go to one of them couple classes where y'all just do all these different positions together to feel, you know, like one. Whatever stuff is out there like that. But also, if you single, like your boys truly, then whenever you trying to spark a conversation up and you want to go talk to somebody, instead of just being like, hey, what's your sign? Or, hey, blah, blah, blah. Just be like, hey, do you know what your love language is? Are you single? You know, first, because you kind of need to know that. But some people don't care. But moving on. You could be like, hey, what's your love language? Do you know what your love language is? Do you know about love languages? And then that could spark into a whole conversation. If you like reading books, then you could be like, oh, so you know what that is? You read that book? Then you can go into other books and you could also go into, you know, how that person likes to be loved. Or if you're not even single and you're in a relationship and you just want to see how the opposite sex thinks, then you can ask those questions and ask, you know, and just really get a feel for things. You know, knowledge is power. Experience is everything. You know, they say a wise man learns not only from himself, but from others. Only a fool learns from himself. But that's just something to think about. Then also, when you ask those type of questions, if you're single or if you're in a relationship and you're trying to figure that thing out, then you can see if that person really knows themselves. How many times we get with people and they don't even know themselves? You'd be like, you like that? Uh, I don't know. Well, why you do this? I don't know. Ain't nothing. The worst thing you could do is be with somebody who don't know. That is like a roller coaster ride. That's like, I don't know, jack in the box and you just waiting for it to pop out or whatever type of other way you could be surprised by something. I'm trying to really think if there's something. Anyways, just moving on. I don't want to take up too much time on that. But that's one of the worst things that you could possibly be imagine is being with somebody who don't know themselves, who don't know what they want, who don't know what their love language is. How are you going to love them if they don't even know how they want to be loved? That makes no sense. You just walking in a circle. Basically, you finna leave that relationship hurt in some way, shape, or fashion. Whether it's your time is wasted and you hurt that way, they hurt you. Or they got with you and you're not even they type. You might not even be they type. They type. And they find that out halfway through the relationship and they really don't want to tell you. So they just cheat on you. Horrible. Horrible. That would be one of the worst ways. One of the worst things to find on a relationship. And I think oftentimes we kind of went through that in like high school and probably like college if you went to college the first couple of years. Because people just be finding themselves. But those are the type of questions you could be asking 
to see where that person's mind at, that love language. Because it starts there. It starts there. And then you build, you build everything else. But obviously, you got to know if that person is fit for you or not. But after that, basically, it starts there. What's their love language? Can you speak in their love language? If it's quality time and you don't have time, how you going to speak that love language for them? You know? That's why I said a lot of time people don't want to spend quality time. Probably label clingy. But that's all I got for this episode. Make sure y'all leave a like. I'll catch you next time. Like I said, start thinking about them love languages. Start reading. Educate yourself. And we out. Bye-bye.